Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. 22 after 6, good morning. In the Middle East, still different claims being made about who's responsible for the explosion that killed at least 500 people at the Al-Akhli Baptist Hospital in Gaza. U.S. intelligence claims it is evidence that Israel was not responsible. Israel says a Palestinian group was responsible because of a misfired rocket. Palestinians say the explosion was caused by an Israeli attack. Israel, of course, has been attacking targets around the hospital in Gaza, including, I understand, some health facilities there as well. At the same time, Israel continuing with those attacks overnight. Meanwhile, the U.S. President Joe Biden telling Israel yesterday they should not repeat what he said was the U.S.'s rage-filled mistakes after 9-11. Tambisa Fakud is a senior research fellow and director of the Africa-Asia Dialogues. Tambisa, good morning, and thank you for your time this morning. Morning, and thanks for having me. Isn't there just so much in what Biden said, our rage-filled mistakes? Imagine people in Afghanistan, people in Iraq, many other people are looking at that and looking at Israel this morning. Indeed, but I mean, the horse is bolted. They said so much over the past at least 48 hours, which have sent very confusing messages. But uh, at best, it has further angered the Palestinians because it continued to basically support the bombardment and the destruction that has been uh, continually, um, you know, um, suffered by the Palestinians at the hands of the Israelis, particularly Benjamin Netanyahu. So, whatever I said yesterday, I think there were some uh, attempts to further spin and, you know, give some reassurances to Palestinians that the Americans are also supporting the Palestinians. But I think the feeling at the moment in the region is is that of... Uh, rage and is that of uh, disappointment from uh, Joe Biden. Um, There's a lot going on as well. I mean, do you think there'll be an investigation that will explain exactly what happened at the Al-Akhli Baptist Hospital? I mean, we have claims uh, claims after claims, and it seems to me the risk is that people will believe who they want to believe. Israelis will never believe they were responsible. Palestinians will never believe that Israel's not responsible. Well, Israelis will never accept it. But I mean, this this is inconsistent with what Israelis have been doing around the area. I mean, we're watching the destruction in in real time. And for the past 12 days, Israel has been bombarding residential areas. So why can't we, why is it difficult for people to believe that Israel is uh, involved this time around? They've done so much destruction. I mean, a colleague of mine in Al Jazeera at some point uh, was killed, uh, Sharina Bakla, and Israel just decided not to even uh, allow investigation to take place. So we expect that something similar is going to happen this time around. They won't uh, allow proper investigation. In fact, they might just even refuse to be interviewed, as they've done in the past in other areas in the Middle East. Uh, the situation for Palestinians, and I understand there are 10 kilometers of trucks, so it's a long queue at the rougher border post on the Egyptian side of that border post. So this is aid that is supposed to come to the Palestinians, and yet it's not allowed in. Why isn't it allowed in? Whose decision is that? Well, that was the Israeli decision. Uh, I mean, if you know that Rafah crossing is the only one that the Israeli, I mean, the Egyptians control. But what the Israelis have threatened to do when this war started was that anything that goes into or any attempts by any trucks to go into Rafah crossing, they were going to be bombed. Uh, we had yesterday uh, Joe Biden before he left that he had somehow made um, reach an arrangement between the, Isra- between the Israelis and the, and the Egyptians to allow aid into, um, into, into Gaza. I doubt if that's going to happen. 
because Israelis have taken their their hills in terms of um, you know not allowing anything coming in because they've they want to ensure that Gaza is suffocated, as Benjamin Netanyahu had said. No electricity, no water, no aid. So it's a collective punishment, and whoever is in Gaza at the moment, notwithstanding, by the way, that not all people in Gaza support Hamas, they will have to suffer as a consequence. And I mean, this suffering is going to only grow more and more intense once people start to run out of water. Well, then we are in a very serious situation, and I mean, food as well, of course. Indeed, and that's that's going to be. And this is not. I mean, politics aside, Gazans uh, uh, need aid to start trickling in, particularly, you know, medical supplies and uh, fuel, which is very key in terms of supporting the social social uh, infrastructure in that in that part of of the world. And with Israel refusing and cutting water supplies, notwithstanding, of course, that in international law they've got the responsibility as a as a colonial power uh, or the occupying uh, power in, in in Gaza to supply the people of Gaza with all the essentials, they continue uh, to refuse uh, to do so with an intention, of course, they keep on telling us that they are fighting Hamas and we must all believe that everyone who lives in Gaza is Hamas and everyone is in Gaza is a terrorist. Tempisa Fakuda, thank you. Senior Research Fellow and Director of the Africa-Asia Dialogues.